Hi, hello, and welcome to her podcast, uniquely spelled with three R's, which stands for Redefine, Reclaim, and Reboot. I'm Mimi Bonet. And I'm Dana. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing the cost of your energy. What is the cost of your energy? How do you value it? How do you determine the value of your energy? And just what are you spending time on? Too much time, not enough time, things of that nature. So let's get into today's episode. So when I think about the cost of energy, I was breaking it up almost like um, in a therapist type way. You know how they charge you by the hour. You lay on a sofa and things of that nature. They listen to your conversations and they evaluate things and let you know um, pretty much your energy, your feelings um, from a physical standpoint, mental, emotional, and all of everything in between. So... When I think about my energy and what I spend time on and what I consume the most and what I don't spend enough time on, you know, and just what I'm putting my my energy into, right, just boils down to life situations. But if I was thinking about like the cost of my energy in a dollar amount, um, it definitely will be worth, you know. Energy is priceless, but I will start charging by the hour and then it will go probably by the situation. That's a good way of breaking it down. Yeah. I think when you yes. break it down that way, <clears throat> sorry, I think it, when you break it down that way, that gives you clear focus on um, the importance of, of the time and energy that you're putting into things. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. I'm like, um, I want to evaluate, like, I want to get into the the social, um, not the social, but the the psychological and uh, the physical part of our energies. And, you know, what do we do with that? And how do we, you know, determine that? And what it looks like, how it's displayed. Because when you think of it from a psychological standpoint, that deals with relationships, you know, and work and just how you balance it all. We always talk about that, you know, that that work and life balance and things of that nature. And then also when dealing in like relationships with people, I read that when you have these expectations, you know, in a situation does it meet that expectation? How you process it all, you know, right. like whether right. you process it good or bad, and then the actions you take and what happens um, from there. Like the amount of time that we spend on things is very important. So you have to, you know, evaluate it. And all things aren't bad. And all things are not necessarily good, but they're not like the worst case scenario, you know? So if a situation occurs and it doesn't necessarily go your way, um, they said that it's better to think of it as an alternative versus a negative, you know, just start speaking things in a positive sense. Yes. Not saying that, you know, bad things can't happen. Not saying that you shouldn't prepare for the worst case scenario because you should, but also put a little bit of sunshine into it as well. You know, like when people say, well, it could have been worse. Well, it really could have been worse, you know? So think about it like that because you should always have like an A, B, and C plan anyway. You can't just have an A plan. Everything does not always go, you know, to plan. Right, that's how I, I look at it, you know, um, in a in the physical sense, because I think, I think it's good to err on the side of caution when you are speaking certain things that may be negative um, to shift the energy into a positive thought or an understanding thought or something that's not so um, focused on the negative or the frustrations or anxiety that you're feeling right now in that moment. So that is, that's a really a good one as well as to focus 
on changing that negative into a positive, like you said, Mimi. It helps, especially when you're in traffic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely happy you're getting better with your road rage. <laughs> have you been in a car with me before when I've had a moment? I have not been in a car with okay. you, but I don't know if you noticed, like, when you used to ride <laughs> home from work, I would be like, oh, my God. So I started calling you after you got into the house. <laughs> I'm like, you would be screaming and yelling and honking your heart. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, this can't be an everyday thing. I remember that now. <laughs> I'm like, yes. listen, when is she going to learn that? <laughs> yes, you have. Because I'm like, when is she going to learn that Atlanta traffic, this is what it is. You know, sometimes you got to accept things for what it is. But what are you going to do from there? That's true. And I have chose now to be, to change that irritation into a positive or, or maybe this person is running late or hopefully they get there safely, you know, just and breathe through it instead of getting so frustrated. So yes, yes. I do remember that though. Thank you for bringing up that point. You did start calling me when I got home. Yes, I love that for you though. I love the change. I love the, I love the growth and I love when we are just honest with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like we all know right from wrong and all those things and the things that we need to work on. You know, uh, it may take a while because I know I'm a very stubborn person with certain things, but I don't want to be stubborn when it comes to elevation. Yes. And, and my energy and what I, you know, I'm putting my time into or whatnot because I, you know, stress kills. It does. And I'm not trying to die. I'm still in my 30s. I got a lot of youth in me. So, you know, I want to keep this uh, momentum. But when you think about it, it's in exchange, like the cost of something is whatever you're giving in exchange for it. So when you are up late, I have a bad time. I don't know about y'all, but I go to bed, you know, like a grade school kid. And when I don't go to bed during that bedtime, because I know I have to be up at a certain time to go to work, that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm costing myself time. So whatever kept me up late at night, whether I'm on the phone with a friend or I just, you know, really want to watch this movie because it's so good. Or if I have a project to do, I'm exchanging that in time for my sleep and my rest. Yes. I, I need my sleep and my rest. But. I'm not getting it because I'm doing something else. So, you know, look at things from um, that standpoint. Like we all know it's 24 hours in a day, but that whole 24 hours is not ours because we're at work at least eight hours a day. And right. anywhere, you're in traffic anywhere from one to three hours. And then from there, <laughs> you go home, you know, if you have children you're with them for another maybe three to five hours helping with homework, after school activities. Let's not forget yes. cooking because we got to feed the kids and feed ourselves. Them. Yes. You know, so before you know it, that's 16 hours easily gone. And the rest of the time, you definitely, you know, needed to sleep. But how long are you going to sleep? You know, how much time? are you you really getting out of that you know so if you if we take that 16 hours that we just spent and the rest of the 24 hours well logically we have eight hours left right to rest well you know we're not going to bed directly in that eight hours because now we still have to bathe and do whatever it is that we need to do to catch up for the next day or to prepare for the next day so that's probably going to take another you know two to three hours so now we have a good five to six hours of rest rest. you have to hit the restart button and do it all over again so you know um i just started normally um i was going to bed mm, let's say around 10 11 11 makes me really sluggish but you know i just started to try to go to bed a little earlier um because i know that helps me because dana always asks you know she always texts and say you know, rest well, which I think is a really good thing. And it's speaking in existence for me because we all sleep, of course. Yes. But, you know, we're not 
well rested. And that is very important to be well rested. I am tired of getting up feeling sluggish and fatigued and, you know, punching the air. All right, keep hitting the snooze button, you know, are catching just tantrums. Like, I want to get up very gracefully, like, yes, I am up. My brain is up. You know, like, yeah, we were ready to conquer the day. Right. You can do that by, you know, preparation. So I just had to rework some things, you know, redo some things. And I am just striving to, to keep on that track. You know, um, a lot of successful people they get up super early. Yes. You know, like five, 4 a.m. Yeah, five. I, you know, I told you guys in the pandemic, I was getting up at five, you know, um, meditating, exercising, reading my Bible. And I was done with my day by 12. It felt great. It's it was empowering. Yes. It was an amazing feeling. It was like an emancipation, mm-hmm. you know, um, I really felt good about it. So, in that sense, you know, when you are getting up that early and you are conquering things and doing what you need to do, um, it's good if you can also go to bed early as well. Again, so you don't feel, you know, um, sluggish. So it's just about putting things into perspective and, you know, what, what works for you. It's very important. You know, like, how do you want to, you know, challenge your energy at the end of the day? And then, it's also about us having self-control over us, you know, because sometimes we are engaged in other things. Like I love to go out to eat like the next person. But when I go out to eat on a work day, I'm like, no, 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 no. I got to be back home by a certain time. I can't hang out with, you know, the people who don't have to get up that early the next day like me. You know, I can't, right. I can't stay out that long with you like give or take sometimes, you know, yeah, but it can't be an everyday thing. Cause I just, I wouldn't make it. So it's also about, you know, self-control, um, and discipline. Agreed. Agreed. Like your, your energy, I would consider, um, like a battery is what, uh, an article that I came across, uh, regarding like keeping your energy and, and how to really balance it and find focus. Um, it, it, gave it in the idea it leveled your energy off as a battery so you know you you categorize what's important for you and like i i appreciate what you were saying mimi where you categorize it by how much the time is worth you know and the value and when you put certain things in your life in categories and in value you'll really be able to see what you should be giving your energy to or what you don't have energy for, you know, and there's nothing wrong with, even if you don't want to communicate it, say if that's in a relationship and a friendship and, um, and something personal with you and you don't want to share that right now with that individual, maybe it may not be something you share with them. It's just your behavior changes a bit. You don't call as much or you don't overextend as much. That's that's your energy, you know, because when we leave the house, hopefully at 100, we don't need anything depleting our batteries um, like to a red level by the time you get home during the day. So it is important to really figure out and categorize how much your energy is worth to you. And is it worth giving this amount of energy to this? individual this situation this um this moment for you to to get to like i'm trying to figure out just the best way to describe it um for you to get like depleted again that would be the best word for you to be depleted so like just really be mindful of how things affect you and just tap into yourself throughout the day and just really see like, oh, this coworker, they annoyed the hell out of me. I'm just, you know, I'll, I'll say hi, but I'm not really going to give any indication that I'm interested in speaking or holding a conversation. I'm just going to be a little bit separate today. And a lot of people will catch up, catch on that energy. So they'll speak and but they won't try to carry on and go any further in conversations because they see, well, maybe today is not your day, you know, or this is a day where she's not as talkative or as engaging as she usually is. And that's OK. People can take that energy and do something with it. That's not your problem. You're protecting your energy. Um, family as well. I think family, and especially in our community, Black community, I feel like our families can be really pulling just depending on 
you know, if you were first born, second born, third born, whatever, if you have a lot of siblings, not a lot of siblings, if you, you know, your parents kind of depend on you on certain things or your siblings depend on you for certain things. I really do think in those relationships, you really have to value having a peaceful time in place for yourself and being comfortable with just not extending your energy, not extending your energy to about what another family member has said or done or in the family group chat or whatnot. Just be mindful of your energy and the value of what you're giving someone else control over and power over when you are overextending yourself. Yeah. Working on your mental energy is a big thing. Um, cause it, you know, it deals with your mind and how you process things. Um, how much time are you spending on thinking about something? You know, we all hear about don't overthink it. And that's true. Don't overthink it. Some things you shouldn't read that much into. Some things are just that cut and dry. Take it for face value. Don't necessarily always take it personal, you know, things of that nature. You have to be able to differentiate what's worth your time and you know what's what's not worth your time and we have to be good to our mental so we can have good mental energy and being good to our mental well-being is you know treating our body right like by eating well exercising you know getting the proper amount of rest all of those things are so very important and drinking adequate fluid as well. There's a lot of Absolutely. us out here that are dehydrated and don't even know it. Yes. Water is imperative, people. I mean, you, you can't live without it at the end of the day. Get your H2O, drink the proper amount of water for your, you know, for your body weight, because it definitely has to do with your body weight, you know, how much you should consume and all of those, that nature. And, you know, make sure you have a doctor, you know, it's a lot of... um Free clinics around here are very inexpensive clinics, income-based. So make sure that you are checking in with the doctor um, overall. Um, you know, at some point, it took me a minute once I became, when, when I was a young adult and, you know, out of the care of my parents, so to speak, um, when I was in college, like, I I no longer had my my physician, you know, like just a general physician, I just always went to my OBGYN and, you know, I went to the dentist and things of that nature, but it, you need different doctors in your life to treat different things because everybody specializes in different things as well. So, you know, for those who um, may not have health insurance or the best health insurance, definitely seek out your local clinics to make sure you're on the up and up you know, you're doing everything um, that's good for you and your body, you know, at the right. end of the day. Just keep yourself protected at all times. At all times. And your mental all health times. does drive your, your energy, you know. Mm -hmm. So you're right. Definitely make sure you, if you're feeling off, if you feel like you need to talk um, about some things or if you just, just your overall health, definitely make sure that you are, getting the proper care from the doctors that are focused on the area of need. Also, you know, take some time and really focus on exercising. When you feel good on the outside, you want to feel good on the inside. And that really helps your energy as well. Being conscious of um, just your day-to-day -day activity. Even if you can't get into a gym, like on your phone, let it count your steps. That can be an achieving moment at the end of the day. And when you get home, you see how many steps that you've, you've done throughout the day. And, and that could be your exercise. It's all about perspective and how you want to look at things. But um, when you show your the same love on the inside to the outside, your energy will be at an all-time level because it'll be completely balanced um, because you're, you're showing love to both parts, you know, and... A lot of times when we go throughout the day, we can forget to eat. We can forget to drink. We can just kind of forget about ourselves because we're so into routine. But do find time to give energy to slow down and focus on your needs and not give so much out to work and other things and not pour that same type of energy back into yourself. I think that's important. 
Yes. And then we've all been in relationships, you know, um, where it may be draining, you know, or um, you have hiccups, bumps in the roads or whatever the case may be. I'm a strong believer of always at least having a conversation about something. And, you know, once you have a conversation about something and it's still like, eh, and you set the tone, then sometimes you just have to refocus, regroup and focus on you and do what you need to do and take yourself out the equation or maybe distance yourself or, you know, limit or whatever. Because one thing we know for sure, we can't change anybody. But we can always change ourselves. You know, we are in control of ourselves at the end of the day. So you want to make sure that you're mentally, you know, prepared for yourself to be the the better you and not just have so high expectations on people. Like I used to have high expectations for people. And I know at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. people are not me. You know, they're not me. They're not going to do things as me. And that doesn't necessarily make them a bad person. But you know, is a lot of things that go into me because I was raised this way. I was exposed to this, you know, these type of behaviors are acceptable to me. These type of behaviors aren't. And, you know, some people are just raised different ways or they could be raised the same way as you, but nevertheless, they're them and they have different views. So how much time are you going to put into something at the end of the day? You know, if you water your plant and it doesn't come back to life after the sunlight and maybe the, the food plant you give, then it's just a dead plant. It don't matter how much water you keep giving it, it's dead. So some situations are dead. So mentally, you know, we have to move on so we don't be dead with it, you know? So it's all about just keeping, having your options open, always keep an open mind, you know, um, not saying being oblivious to anything, but just be aware, you know, um, of what's going on. And whether it's a platonic relationship, platonic relationship, or, you know, an intimate relationship, relationship with your friends, your family, whomever, you know, self-care is the best care. And how we can first self-care is when we mentally uh, take care of ourselves and just prepare for things at the end of the day. You know, you have to know people are people and things are going to happen, you know. So just set yourself up that way and think about it, you know. um, I always say positive way, but, you know, whether it's positive or just mature or realistically, you know, that, hey, this is this. Either you're going to accept it for this or you're going to accept it for that. Right. And if someone does something dumb that bothers you, just be like, you can you can admit it in a moment like, damn, that was dumb as hell. But don't focus on it. You know, you right. can move on from it. You don't have to give all your energy to it don't or be wait. bothered by it. Like one thing I, I am really big into like social justice and social issues, um, kind of news obsessed a little bit. I do a lot of research on on things that I hear about just to, to be in the now and, and to be in the know. So I noticed that when I would read something that I would find like very engaging or like, oh my gosh, like this is intense. I would want to share it with friends or with a family member. And one day it hit me. I was like, Dana, you know, this news to you, because this is something that you're interested in. And this is something that you you kind of, you you lean into on a day-to-day basis because of, you know, just the, the social issue thing, obsession that you have. So I learned to not really share all that information with my friends and a family member because that could weigh heavy on them. You know, I had to be considered of the energy that I was giving out. And, you know, on a Monday morning, no one wants to hear about an earthquake or something like something massive, even though things happen not to sound insensitive. But when I read things that might be a little tear jerking or might be something that that would be intense or or upsetting, I don't really share that information because I don't want to bother that person with the energy for me that I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is interesting. But to someone else, it could come across as heavier, like, dang, that's not really the news that I wanted to hear. So consciously, I made a decision and, and, um, and I, I do this daily not to share negative news or things that aren't as 
positive. Yeah, every now and again, there will be like hot trigger topics to talk about with girlfriends and friends. But just excuse me on a day to day basis, I just choose not to share energy that's not uplifting and information that's not helpful or building. Um to the next person. So that's one way that I have figured how to shift my energy in a more positive way. Because yeah, I'll read and be like, oh my gosh, dang, that's intense. And jump on the phone with say like Mimi or my cousin. And I'm not going to mention what I what I read or what I saw because I don't want that to bother or interfere with the energy that they have built or the energy that they're holding for that day. So I think it's just important to, to understand that, yes, you don't want certain energies around, but also be aware of the energies that you're giving out um, to your surroundings. It's important. Yeah. And I think that's very mature of you and very considerate to, you know, think of that, the information that you are sharing, are wanting to share and how you do share it. Because. It is a time and place for everything. And you're right, some conversations are heavy, especially when we're talking about politics and things of the world, you know? So I like that. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Very, that's very just, it, You know, we don't, there's no reason to share that energy because that could stir something with you or with another person and it's just they you won't even understand why you're feeling that way and it could have been just like a tr something that was said trigger. like a trigger word something mm -hmm. for you to be like ah oh, you know this kind of rubbed me the wrong way you know in a sense right. or not even to have an outwardly attitude it might just create a certain kind of energy around your flow that you have during that day and that's just that's just not fair i have noticed that in our community amongst our brothers and sisters, we can be a little snappy with one another. We can be a little short tempered with one another. And if we can all just find the balance and patience of energy to just be understanding and to sometimes understand that we don't always have to say something back and not every battle needs to be fought. Because we cherish sure. our energy, we love our energy, and we trust that the Most High is going to work it out in our favor. You know, hopefully that person's day gets better, you know, but I'm on to my greatness and to my fulfillment, and I'm not being bothered by this low, this these low vibrations today. And keep it moving. That's it. I'm on Do Not Disturb. Do so, Not Disturb. I came across this um, mental contrasting uh, on medium.com. And it says, uh, it's a self-regulation um, visualization technique, which has been shown, uh, which has shown positive results in many studies. It involves imagining the desired outcome of something before visualizing the obstacles one needs to overcome to achieve it. Hmm. Oh, so it's the law of assumption. Pretty much, like sounds like wow. That's I, I feel like before you, what for me, before I talk myself out of something and just figure out, oh, I gotta do this, this, that, 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 and it's gonna take this, that, and I gotta jump through. Like, okay, that may be so, but the things that I have to do to achieve my goals, it may not be that bad. So let me understand it. And because the outcome is going to be beautiful naturally, because this is something that you want to do and something that you want to pursue. Right. So instead of thinking of all the things that are going to happen in between, because you don't know how they're going to happen. And even if those obstacles are going to be bad, they can be like life changing and Correct. very helpful you know so just having that thought process like everything is a process for sure but some things are definitely worth going through at the end of the day because it could be a lesson taught or you may have to go through that so the next person doesn't have to go through it you know so right and you going through that will help you to decipher and determine who's who which is mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. So um, breaking that down further, say there is a particular type of guy that you thought that you were attracted to. So you, you repeatedly date this type of person 
and the same result continues to happen. But when you get to a point in your life where you want different, you want better energy around you, then that change in thinking and that change in knowledge. So when you're out next time and you're you see this this guy and, you know, he starts talking to you and you're starting to see flags technically of things that you're not really that interested in. Right. Mm -hmm. So then you'll know, like, I don't think I'm gonna give this person my number, you know, so that's that wouldn't have happened without experiencing um, situations or around people that didn't meet your needs. And so yeah. now that you're more focused and centered on yourself and how you're feeling more in tune with with a wholeness, then you can see like, ah, you know what? This is these are red flags. So, no, it's nice meeting you. Thank you. I enjoyed the conversation. You know, maybe we'll see each other out again sometime, you know, have a great evening. So you'll know like, oh, the, the energy that was coming that I was getting is not something that I'm interested in. And you wouldn't have been able to to gain that awareness and that know how because you you went through a situation. If you never re really went through that situation, you never would have been able. You probably would still be tussling around with the same trash bag, honestly. So a lot of times we can feel like our time that we've done when we've done things has been wasted or you can look at it in a way that it was a lesson learned and you can reshift that energy in a positive way for know-how. So when experiences come around, people come around, things come around, you've witnessed and been around certain energies that don't really bid you well. So it's easier now for you to determine where to apply your energy because you can kind of see what works for you and what doesn't. It's a beautiful thing, even though it can be a hard journey to get a place of understanding. Definitely. And so I was thinking like when we are not when we like now that we are building our business, like we have definitely determined the things that we're able to do the things that we are willing to learn to do for our business, um, right. you know, to, to grow it. And then the things that we can't do, we, we don't have the time or energy to do it or pursue it. So the things that we have to outsource, you know, from, uh, for, so also you can look at life, you know what I'm saying? From at that aspect, because we're not experts at everything. You know, so and it definitely takes a village. It it takes a village with whether you're raising children, you know, whether you are just working on the goal, and if you are building a, a business at the end of the day, it's not one person by themselves doing anything. It might be one face for the company, and it right. may not be not, not necessarily like a big machine behind them and a lot of employees, but it's not just them helping self, you know, even if they outsource everybody, it is what it is. It's still, it took a couple of people for them to, um, you know, get to that standpoint. Yes. And that's just what it is in life. Like I had a conversation also regarding in the love area okay. with my friend Shay. Hey Shay. And we were talking about, um, your, your heart. Like you can't, I think she said, you can't determine who you love. And I differ on that um, right. because you can determine who you love. I, I had a situation, of course, when I was going back and forth with uh, a guy. And, you know, by that time, I mean, I was in deep, deep, deep. So, you know, to my chin. And... She was like, well, you know, you love him, so it's different. And I'm like, yes, but like you said, when you start to see these flags, right? sometimes you have to go. Again, you got to set that tone because I want you to know who I am and what I'm going to stand for at the end of the day. And either you're going to, you know, get with it or you're going to get gone, you know. And, yeah. of course, that's easier said than done. but like moving forward now and if I was comfortable and, and bold enough to be who I am 
like that I'm growing into now, my love life would have been way different, y'all. I would have been married with my five children on a yacht. You know, a lot of things would have came into play. But, you know, for the younger people out there that are, you know, new to dating, just take some of those things um, into consideration. You know, at the yes. end of the day, uh, know your value. Definitely know your worth. We hear that all the time. Seriously, start putting a dollar amount on these things and see if it is worth your time and energy at the end of the day you know because right. one thing i know for sure is people don't play with their money you know they don't play with their money and time is money as we all know so if it costs you every time then i really feel like people would really get control of their energy and what they spend time in like you know how people um you've seen it before where people uh have a swear jar right so they always you know putting money in that jar every time they curse well imagine if you know you were in a relationship with somebody and you were you were sticking it out with them trying to see it through helping them through their good and bad but every time they did that one thing if they had to put money in that jar I feel like that would make them straighten up more for or sure. like for me when I was doing my business back in the days like I was dibbling and dabbling but had I had somebody say okay well how serious do you want to take this business and every time that I wasn't pursuing it or even had on track with my plan I had to put money in the jar at some point you're gonna get tired of wasting your money yes you will and at some you point you're gonna have to say I need to get my stuff together you right. know and so that's where I'm at in my life I didn't have a jar or anything that I put money in but you know I'm definitely to the point to where it's like you know I got that itch I got that irritation and it's like okay I've been staying it for a while. This life thing for me. And it's not. So what am I going to do about it? Right. You know, exactly. so now I'm putting my energy into the job I want, the career I want, the lifestyle I want, the goals that I have. Like I'm checking the boxes, you know, every day is not perfect, but it's good. And I'm striving. That's, that's the thing. And I'm staying on course. And now I have a, abc plan you know at the end of the day and overall i'm happy i'm mentally happy because i i can see it that's the I law of assumption it. friend good job no thank you you know about the law of assumption no so the law of do you know about the law of attraction yes okay so the law of assumption is stronger than the law of attraction because we can we can see something and want it and pray about it and be like, oh, gosh, I just God, I just really want this to happen, you know, for me because I deserve it, you know, and you go out and you still think about it and pray about it. But there's no there's no real action put toward it. Law mm -hmm. of attraction. OK, the law of assumption is when you assume it to already be happening, meaning like when you get into your car, yeah, you like myself, I'm getting into my little Honda Pilot, but I call her Bentley truck. You know, when I get in, I know the color of the interior. I know how the outside of the car looks. My Bentley truck, even though it's a Honda Pilot, I'm already assuming that I have the car that I want. So with you already assuming you have the your husband and you go even further into that, how he looks, the details, how he smells, you know, the your favorite colors that you love to see him wear. When you go into depth on your law of assumption, you help to attract it and to bring it um, quicker to you. So what you're doing is, is great because your mindset is in such a healthy space with it. Like you have created a law, you have created a, the movement of the law of assumption for you. So that's, that's pretty powerful. You'll see how things start to fall in line seamlessly for you because that's the energy that you've invoked out unknowingly. So that's great. I love it. All right. So I'm going to be married by the end of this year. Let me okay. Put that out yes. Let me put that out there. Baby OJ, you are on the way to be made. <laughs> she, she <laughs> <No is. laughs> We're making a baby. 
So stay tuned, you guys. And I would definitely post that so y'all can send me gifts and all that good stuff. Yes. (laughs) I love it. I'm excited. I'm excited. So to all my girlfriends out there, um, get it, you know, do what you need to do for anybody who say they need to lose weight or whatever it is they want to do. You want to start a new hairstyle, grow your hair. I don't care. Be on standby for the royal wedding. Okay. Yes, that is fine. And the baby that so. is, and also, listeners, please write us about your energy like changes on what you're doing to protect your energy more, balance your energy more, find healthier ways of um, using your energy or sharing your energy. We would love to hear about it um, so we could all be connected in our journeys and just see if we have some helpful tips for one another to just continue to be better and be great. Uh, Yes, I was going to tell them also about um, emotional energy as well. Uh, Yes, yes. Because emotionally, like, I don't know about you guys, but if my friends are going through something, depending on what it is, that affects me as well, you know, at the end of the day. But also, just know that when your friends are going through something, depending on what it is, you don't have to let it affect you in that way to where it is draining. And it is called communication. You don't have to be mean about it. You know, it's definitely times and places to say things. But again, you have to protect yourself um, at all costs as well. Do your do do your friend uh, due diligence and all that good stuff. But you know, uh, conversations have to be had um, at the end of the day. And that's what, you know, anybody, if it's bringing down um, your energy. Like I always tell people, um, well, not my friends and things of that nature, but, you know, when it comes to coworkers and if they're just talking about things I don't want to be a part of, or I think that it's just inappropriate or shouldn't be talked about on a job, I just tell them, I don't want to be a part of this conversation. You know, I don't want no parts of it. I don't, I just, I totally, you know, blocked them out from just my ears. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like me and my ears don't want to hear it. I'm, I'm good. Like I'm so good in my skin right now, y'all to, you know, it's just amazing because I'm able to say and be happy and sit in it and stand on it that, you know, like this isn't for me. I don't want to participate and know that you do have that right to participate in certain things or conversations or engage in any activities, you know, that you just don't want to do. Don't put the energy there. Like don't. And you, when sometimes when you, or not even sometimes, a lot of times when you put your energy in places where you feel like in your gut, in your spirit, like it's just, it's just not something you should be a part of. It's really going to bother you. And you're really yeah. going to feel drained. So just be mindful yeah. just because my mama used to say something. And as a kid, I could never, it used to get on my nerves. Cause I used to be like, mama, what does that mean? But she would always say, um, she would say misery loves company. And I used to be like, what does that mean? You know? And as I've gotten older, I've noticed there are the people that always have something negative or judgy or um, quick-witted to say, a lot of them have miserable parts of themselves. They have parts of their their lives or themselves that they're not happy about. And they find comfort in sharing meaningless gossip or talking poorly about someone else just because you're around that circle. Or even if that person offers you a lightheartedness, but they can be negative toward other people, um, you can disengage. You know, you don't have to be a part of it. You don't have to listen to it. You can always dismiss yourself or leave, you know, Um, but just really be be careful not to get sucked into people's poor behaviors and the energies that they're showing um, because it could really affect you in the long run. And it's just better to have your own voice and be your own person because we are all very unique. And that's what makes us beautiful in in that sense is our uniqueness and our differences. So I think that it's just good to 
you know, really be really understand the company you keep and also the energy that comes with that company and how valuable your your space is to entertain that. Yep. Yep. Because keeping stuff, you know, bottled in, it's just not good for your health at the end of the day. You know, um, some say it can cause you heart disease, memory loss, you know, emotional exhaustion, hypertension, just a lot of bad things. So you got to get that stuff out. Definitely learn how to communicate um, your feelings in some type of way. And just some healthy tips, you know, work on decreasing the amount of unnecessary emotional energy. Yes. You know, you, you want to um, spend while still you know, attending to your emotional responsibilities. So we all have responsibilities at the end of the day. I don't know about you guys, but I can't get away from them. You know, right. if I if I want to pay for this roof over my head, I got to go to these people's job. I don't want to. It's like maybe 50%, sometimes a little higher, sometimes a little lower. You know, I just don't want to go to these people's job. But I know in order to take care of this kid and take care of me, you know, these are some things I have to do, but how can I get out of this situation? Right. I, I started a plan and, you know, I'm working that plan, but seriously, just work on just decreasing those things that are high level energy, but bad high level energy. Yes, you know, that part. Bringing your frequency down, like decompress get that get that toxic out of your life you know whether it's a person place or thing just detox off it you know work on it baby step it or if you can cut it off cold turkey you know um, cut it off cold turkey and be honest with your emotions you know at the end of the day like i used to tell people it was the simplest thing right because i i'm not a slang type of girl um i of course i use like slang like every now and then but whatever so i always like greeted people saying hi you know hello and things of that nature but like i i always wanted to be like what's up you know and i just didn't know how that would work coming out of my so i literally just practiced i started practicing things in the mirror so it's just little stuff like that you know if you need some encouragement to be honest or say what it is that you want to say to the next person uh while definitely being conscious i'm not the most fluffiest person when i have conversations i'm a very direct person Thank but you. i try not to be you know blunt or rude but i just i i like to get straight to the point you know like we ain't got time to beat around the bush yeah, this is the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but some things do take practice, especially when you care about the next person's feelings. You know, I definitely want to handle it with care. Like I always tell people, you know, approach me with cautious and handle me with care. Because when you don't and you you on that I don't give a fuck type of attitude, sometimes, you know, I don't I don't always tell people to match people's energy, but it depends on the time of the day. You get me, and okay. I might just have to match it. I might have to over exceed you, you know. But yes. we don't want to. We don't want to do that, people. I, I don't encourage that all the time, but sometimes it's necessary. But you know, practice whatever you need to practice, and get that stuff out of you. You know, whatever yes. it is. At the end of the day, because you want to work on a healthier you, you want to help work on a, a healthier emotional state and when you're when you are physically mentally and emotionally aligned you know it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing when the heart and mind matches up and everything is just at a steady pace you know like you just you just too cool for school exactly and focus i want also want to encourage our listeners to look at your chakras i know there's a lot of people that um don't understand it but there are people that do understand it but the power of chakras which is spelled c-h-a-k-r-a 
Um, it's the alignment of the energies in your body. And when you look at this chart, certain foods and certain color drinks and meditations can help you like help your heart chakra. Like if you're having like heart issues or chest issues, you might want to look into your heart chakra. If you're having, having digestive tract issues, you know, you look into the chakra chart and you see what exactly works for the digestive tract chakra and start eating fruits and drinking juices um, that help to center that particular space. And it works. I know that I had been working on, I don't know if I talked about this, but I had been working on my root chakra because I have some womenly issues that, that bother me. And so my cycle has always been very irregular. After having my children, it kind of got back on to being regular. But then again, it, it just became this elusive being again, this elusive experience. So, <clears throat> excuse me, over the past the past month and a half, I've been focusing on my root chakra, which is more of like your, 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 your vagina, like that area, that part of energy. So with that, that part of your body, it focuses, the focal color is red. So like strawberries, raspberries, like, um, anything red or pink or berry or anything in that that family or color is good to drink and so i have been consistently focused on drinking and eating more healthy red vibrant fruits you know i do my meditations in the morning and my deep breathing and lo and behold this month my cycle came on time and it lasted the appropriate amount of days. I didn't have any crazy cramping like I usually do or bloating. So um, I'm going to chalk it up to this, this putting my energy in a very healthy space and really working on an area of blockage in my chakras. So I just want to encourage the community to look into your chakras. If you have headaches, if you have muscle pains, there's certain exercises and specific foods that you could eat to really cater to that specific area and chart yourself and see if it works and see how your energy flows from there. We would love to hear the experience. Yes, I love it. And, you know, at the end of the day, prioritize the important things, the, the good things in your life. Make yeah. sure that you are, you know, doing those daily. Start forming good habits. Um, I'm going to keep telling myself I'm going to work out. You know, I'm going to keep telling myself I want to get back to my old size. And I could tell myself all day, but my actions have to match my words. You know, if if I want to have the body I used to have, I have to do it. You know, I can't keep psyching myself or, you know, telling myself this and that. At the end of the day, you just, just got to do it. Right. Just do it. So practice good habits. And put the energy and the effort toward continuing to follow up on those good habits like don't just do it for a week or two and let it fall off consistently put energy toward that effort so it becomes a habit a good habit yep well this has been our episode of the cost of your energy. Remember to start charging people a hundred dollars or more for your energy because your time is money and you're very valuable at the end of the day. I also teach those classes on Wednesdays as well about what you charge you for your energy and the time they are taken up. Okay. Money well spent. Money well spent. And please do check us out on our Instagram page at her, spelled with three R's, H-E-R-R-R-L-L-C, to see new teasers and upcoming content for the next week's episodes. You can catch us on Spotify and Anchor every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So until next time, please be kind, spread love, just be decent human beings. Crack a smile to someone here and there because we all have to share this earth together. And until next time, sending love, light, and blessings. Ciao. Toodles.